Welcome to the Any Mum Can podcast. I'm Versha Patel, your host today, and I've gone from being a driven career woman in the corporate world turned a passionate health and well-being coach and consultant, empowering women to prioritize their needs, their health, show up the way they desire in their life and their work, and so much more. I hope today you are inspired by the conversation and you take some action to make some serious change where you feel you need it the most. I have a really lovely guest with me today and her name is Hema and Hema Patel and uh, we have met uh, we met at a Mind Valley event actually uh, pre-COVID last year and she's here with us. I invited her to talk to us about mindset and her speciality uh, where I was really intrigued when she told me the things she's uh, done, uh, what she's uh, experienced in her life and the rapid transformation therapy that she's done. She's done some really amazing things. So this is Hema. So yes, as I said, she's a mindset coach who delivers rapid transformational therapy, which I'm sure she will explain uh, in more detail. And we've had a previous person on that also uh, delivered this therapy too. Uh, her thing is actually transforming procrastinators and procrasty learners. Uh, I love that term. And is changing these people into taking fearless action and who basically get shit done <laughs> I'll say it a bit lower and really making magic happen as I've written on the um, notes for our live today so welcome Hema I'm really pleased to have you with us today and honoured that you accepted my invitation I'm so glad to be here because I think the event that we met at was probably one of the last in-person events that I attended. So we managed to do that in 2020, meet in real life, which is fantastic. And yes, um, I am a mindset coach. I trained as a coach in 2008, which seems like a lifetime ago. And I added rapid transformational therapy to my toolkit last year. And there was a specific reason for that because I spent over a decade as a career coach helping people with health conditions and disabilities get back into employment, working with them to build their confidence, get them interview ready, uh, make that transition into the world of work and stay in work. And it got to a point where there would be certain clients that regardless of the way that the advice was given, the support that was given, weren't taking action. And it really made me think, you know, what else can I do? What else can I learn? And so many of the clients I worked with back then had depression and anxiety, stress, sleeping problems, you know, financial worries. Um, and so for me, when I left that industry, I was like, I want to go deeper. I want to find the thing that makes those people tick, that gets to the root cause of their issues and helps them move forward. And at first I thought, okay, maybe I'll become like a mental health first aid instructor. You know, I really wanted to kind of help people. But then I, I stumbled upon Marissa Peer and rapid transformational therapy. And I was like, ah, this is it. This is the thing that makes a difference. This is the thing that gets like under all of the layers, all of, you know, the limiting beliefs, the self-doubts and really helps people to change their lives. 
And so rather than just informing people about mental health, if I'd have become a mental health first aid instructor, for me, it was all about, ah, I can do something that actually solves this, that fixes this, Mm. that makes meaningful change. So that's how I got into RTT. And I have not looked back since because now with my own clients, I use RTT and coaching to get the results that they're looking for. Wow. And I know how powerful it is uh, firsthand. Um, my sister's trained in it. Uh, I've got other friends that are doing it. And I've also had undergone therapy uh, using the same tools. And so I can vouch for how powerful it really is. Um, but it sounds something that you said just really, really hit a chord with me that um, and chimed with me because in the fitness world where I you know, spent the last, 10 12 years uh and then started going moved into coaching and that's the same reason why i moved into coaching because actually when i met people and gave them programs told them what they needed to eat and they i was like why is it they find it so difficult some people would just fly and others wouldn't and that's really fundamentally where i came at a point that actually some people I really need deeper help uh, and they're the women I wanted to reach and you know I, I'm I'm expanding into health and wellness doing it wider and um, actually helping women in work more so really so but it's the same thing I really resonated it's like why is it we can't take action for ourselves when everybody's telling us what to do i mean we've been in we're in an information age internet is telling us exactly all the things we need to do i mean there is confusion because there's a whole lot of misinformation out there too um but even when you are given something to follow some people really really struggle so it is phenomenal what kind of um results are you finding you get when people are really dealing with this deeper level deep level issues that they're experiencing so the the work that i do picking up on the point that you made the reason that some people struggle so you can know what to do you can know how to do it and then still not do it and that's because we self-sabotage and the reason that we self-sabotage is that we have programming from when we were children that in certain situations we were put in situations that we were uncomfortable, that made us stressful, where we felt not good enough. And what we did is we brought about actions and behaviors that were self-preservation, that kept us safe. And those same behaviors and actions that kept us safe and that were perfect as self-preservation when we were younger, actually manifest in our adult lives as self-sabotage. And so that's where it comes that and the way we see that play out in our lives is things like procrastination, playing small, beating ourselves up. And the results that I get with my clients is we get to the root cause of why do they procrastinate? Why do they self-sabotage? What was that thing in their childhood that made them kind of shrink their world and keep them safe? and not step out of their comfort zone. And once we get to that root cause and we understand what it is, we can pick it apart, we can look at it, 
we can process it and understand it and let it go with love, release it with love. And that is when people have that inner peace in their mind, that freedom to then go on and take the action that they know how to do and what to do, but they just haven't been doing it. So the, the things that I work with people on are helping them get visible, to leap out of their comfort zone, to do the things that they that are on their to-do list that have been on their to-do list for ages, but there's been fear. And that could be like fear of failure, fear of success, or fear of being judged. And once we release those fears, let them go with love, or walk towards them, then suddenly they don't have as much power. And that thing, that letter that you haven't written, that job application that you haven't done, that investment in your business that you haven't made suddenly becomes possible because you don't, you're not holding yourself back. You're not getting in your own way. Okay. And then what, what, just to play a little devil's advocate, how is it that, um, you know, some people can do this work and, but what if they really don't believe, they're really cynical, can that, can they still reach those places within themselves even when they are coming from a place of nah this is not not going to work for me and and even when they go down into that kind of deep state they're resisting yeah. what would you say if there was somebody like that that need want just is like you know no no I just can't do that sort of thing it's not for me brilliant question and I love it and it's yeah it's because rapid transformational therapy it's a form of hypnotherapy combined with NLP so some of the stuff that we have when we kind of think oh I'm cynical I don't believe in this I don't want to do that that's our conscious mind talking and rapid transformational therapy bypasses the conscious mind and goes into the subconscious so if we think of it like an iceberg our Conscious mind is the tip of the iceberg, the top like five to 15 percent. And then the subconscious mind is the rest, the 85, the 80 to 95 percent. And it's the subconscious. So our thoughts affect our feelings and our feelings affect our actions and our actions affect our outcomes. So when we go back into the thoughts that sit within the block of that iceberg, that's when we can change all of this stuff. So it's like, yeah, we kind of, um, we, we bypass the conscious mind. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, but even, even when you're in the, even in the hypnosis state, you know, if they're resisting, you know, you get some people like, no, <laughs> um, you can still work through that. Yeah, and so, the main kind of way that we access these memories is by accessing scenes from our childhood. And if we don't get scenes from our childhood, then what we do is we go to the feeling because there are feelings and emotions stored in different parts of our body that we don't even realize, um, that we suppress. We suppress mm. with all manner of things, whether it's TV, with food, with other substances, we suppress emotions, but they're held and they're stored until we face them and release them. So yeah, if, if someone's subconscious mind is like not playing and doesn't want to access the childhood scenes, we go to the feelings because 
yeah, the feelings will speak, the emotions will speak. They will tell the story. Wow. And how does that make magic happen? Like with them taking action and explain that? Yeah, that's so that's part of my strap line is, yeah, transforming procrastinators into fearless action takers who get stuff done and make magic happen. And the magic element is really, really important. Um, so I've been, as well as RTT and coaching, I've been learning a lot more um, about trauma. And so one of the things that I came across, there was a lot of information I came across and the mathematician in me was like, I need to break this down. I need a formula. I need to make it really easy to understand. Um, and so my, yeah, the way that I broke it down was your brain plus either shame, guilt or blame equals pain. Pain plus forgiveness leads to peace. And when we go from that foundation of peace and we add passion and purpose is when we get to our power, our zone of genius. And when we're operating from our zone of genius, that's when the magic happens. So yeah. if you take yourself to, I don't know, whether it's a, a gig that you go to and you hear you know, musicians and artists performing and they are in their zone of genius. They're doing what they came on this planet to do. And when you watch them, when you listen to them, in front of your eyes, you see magic happen. And that magic is within each of us. And it's up to each of us to explore our gifts. And the thing that I find is as a society, we are taught to have skills and knowledge and capabilities. And more and more we're learning about passion and purpose. And we can build that passion and purpose and get results. But if we do that without the foundation of peace, that's when things become shaky. That's when you hear people say things like, oh, uh, yeah, what if I get found out? Like, I think I have imposter syndrome. And so the more we shore up that foundation and put the peace element in, when we build the passion and purpose on top, the magic happens and we're not worried about that magic disappearing. We're not worried about like the rug being pulled from underneath us. Creating that solid foundation. Yeah, I like the word you use, peace, actually, because I use that a lot. Um, and I'm doing things, I'm on a journey myself of being in flow and letting life actually choose things for me and uh, with action. Uh, and peace has been a really big thing. It's a, at the forefront of my mind all the time. Um, how is the piece that you're talking about is that because of the foundation work you've done they would have a person can do to then move forward and come move stepping away from being a procrastinator into an action taker is the piece from from the knowing that they've got wow. the foundations there 
That's a really, really powerful question. And if I think to my own journey, it requires the unpeeling and unlearning of a lot of layers to get to that piece. Because that piece is requires a lot of forgiveness, forgiving ourselves for the things that we haven't done, forgiving ourselves for beating ourselves up for the things that we haven't done, and also forgiving others. And forgiveness is much easier said than done. But mm. forgiveness is necessary to get to that peace. Um, and that peace, the way it kind of feels is that you can be fully engaged in the moment. You can be fully present in the moment. You're not ruminating on your past. You're not sort of anxious and worried about the future. You're just there. And when you have that feeling of just being able to savor the deliciousness of everything that's unfolding in that moment, it's something else. Yeah, and it, it's life worth living, right? It's really grasping life by its hands. And mm. um, it's it's hard to believe that actually there was a time in my life that all I did was think about yesterday and think about tomorrow. And um, it's interesting that actually uh, you just think that's really normal. And it, and it might be actually really quite normal if we go on numbers of people that do live like that. Uh, but who's to say the volume of people that live like that means it's the right way? Um, because really... <sighs> it's actually killing us <laughs> it's killing our society health and men mental health and health it's deteriorating it um it's affecting people's level of anxiety um probably taking us down into burnout um uh, fatigue chronic fatigue syndrome and things like that a whole host of other things heart related disease and all those health scary things that we talk about and dare I say even cancer because of the level of inflammation in the body and probably the wrong parts of the body um inflammation is good for some things when you've bashed your hand or uh, any kind of cut and bruise we need inflammation to heal the body responds to do those things uh, but when we are highly stressed and um not even from just a health, um, a stressful job, but just our thoughts that are ruminating, as you, as you said, take us to those places. And we've got higher levels of cortisol, which is the stress hormone that's just higher than it needs to be across the whole day. You need it in the morning, helps us wake. Um, but as the day progresses, we can naturally see it tail off. But we do see a lot more people with. Um, high levels of stress and that high level of cortisol which on top of that actually uh, I'll add when you've got high levels of stress that cortisol for women uh, is uh, competing because uh, we've got something called HDL which is the good cholesterol and that is what a good cholesterol is what's needed to produce progesterone and uh, estrogen now, if you've got a high level of stress in your life, 
cortisol needs HDL and so do these female hormones. Now, if you don't manage your stress, cortisol will take over and use that HDL to produce cortisol. And therefore you can have an imbalance and have less production of estrogen and progesterone. So there's even more reason when you're um, a female, you're, if you're perimenopause or menopausal, that it's very, very important to start getting your stress levels in check, find tools to um, bring it down so that you can get some uh, so you diff change in your hormone balances too. So there's a whole host of, you know, it's not, it's action taking, but it's a whole level of health that we, um, that I'd like to really advocate too, off the back of the things you're talking about. Is there anything you would add, like in your experience of um, things related to the mental, mental health side of things? Well, there, there's two points that I want to like follow up on. The first is a, a quote. Um, the past is history. The future's a mystery. Today is a gift, and that's why it's called the present. And let me just get some water. <laughs> <coughs> and one thing, one quote that I came across recently is that the opposite of depression isn't happiness, it's purpose. And we can kind of sometimes fall into the trap of chasing happiness and doing things that we think will make us happy in the moment rather than what's gonna make us happy overall. And when I talk about taking action, it's about taking aligned action, fearless aligned action. And it's fearless because it's out of your comfort zone and aligned because it's aligned to your purpose. And I think sort of, again, sort of what we were talking about before, sometimes in life we can be on this like production line of, you know, school, university, corporate job, this, that and the other. And it's about like just taking, pausing and looking at, you know, what is it that will fill me with joy? What is it that my heart and soul desires? Um, and yeah, yeah. And my kind of, in terms of stress, there's a little acronym and for, for people who know me, they know I love an acronym because I love to be able to just remember things. Um, and the acronym that I use for daily practice is playing the game of life. So practicing gratitude, affirmations, meditation, and exercise. And so that is the whole kind of mind, body, soul connection. Um, you know, gratitude first thing in the morning, last thing at night, as much as you can throughout the day, because we know that, you know, we get what we focus on. So if we're looking at all the things that we have, we have that abundant mindset. Um, with affirmations, like a really simple and effective one is I love and accept myself exactly as I am. Making peace with everything about you. I love and accept myself exactly as I am. Um, and with meditation, there's so many brilliant guided meditations out there on the market. 
Um, and I know that I used to be like, oh, I don't know how to meditate. I don't know if I'm doing it right. Like, is this even working? Um, and then since I started receiving RTT, because as we learn RTT as well as like delivering it, we receive it. And um, yeah, having RTT audios, which are just like guided meditations. So I listen to one of those every morning. And then sometimes, you know, if I want a little top up, I'll listen to something else as well. And then, yeah, as as you very well know, exercise, we've got to get our bodies moving because it's, yeah, it's about moving all of the energies. And those things can help us reduce stress. So playing the game of life, gratitude, affirmations, meditation and exercise. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I love an acronym and it does help people just remember. So just to reiterate, game, basically, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And then you're saying adding game of life. So fantastic. I love it. Um, is there anything key you would like people listening today to be able to take away? I think for me, it is about facing our fears and realizing that when we sabotage ourselves, it was only outdated patterns that kept us safe in the past. And those patterns served us in the past, but they're no longer helpful in the now. And so using tools like RTT to kind of release all of that and facing fears, like walking towards fears, because so often in life we're like, oh, my gosh, you know, what's the worst that can happen? And if we flip that question and think, well, what's the best that could happen if I did that? And with like, yeah, with fear of failure, it's about that thing of like, oh, I'm not good enough. And what if it's really about just being? Like the affirmation says, I love and accept myself exactly as I am, just being. And with fear of success, it's about embracing failure and stepping into that leadership role, being a leader of our own lives, creating our lives co-creating choosing our path forward and with the fear of judgment is when we make it about who we serve that fear of judgment goes away because then the spotlight isn't on us it's about how we serve the world how we bring our gifts and share our gifts with the world yeah i like um and that i've always come from that kind of place though more just in this last I don't know, maybe month, three weeks. Yeah, about a month, actually. Um, I've always been an action taker and um, and I've chosen more and more, like every day I take a little more step towards softening. And um, so I'm taking, so I'm interested to hear what your perspective is. When I said this earlier about life choosing for me, um so when I've ever thought of this before I'm like mm, that's like it sounds like you know I'm not doing anything <laughs> like I'm being lazy and I'm just going to wait for it all to come to me so I'm not doing it I'm not seeing it like that but I'm seeing um opportunity or things that come in my power in my world and I'll choose what jumps out at me and then act on it. So and that's how I'm seeing life 
choosing for me rather than I become highly stressed and uh, just always just continuously action taking. That's, you know, I'm a person that just always really takes action, but sometimes those actions in previous times, my you know younger life, um, and even in when my children were a bit younger, that I would do just go into action and not always think about my actions that I'm taking. Um, so I'm much more composed and softer and just embracing life. You know, you talked about this, I don't know if you use the words creating space, but that's what I've been doing, creating space so that I can feel aligned and that I can see what life is possibly bringing to me and I'm responding. If, it, if my automatic answer is, I don't want to do that, I will do the opposite because I'm trying not to just do what I like, but I'm trying to come out of my comfort zone and let life choose for me and see myself going with the flow as opposed to being resistant. So if I can see resistance, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Well, I must do it then. <laughs> um, if it aligns, if I feel it aligns somehow, you know, even if it's somewhat tenuous, um, and it's just an experiment to see, really, because you know what? Life is fun and you get to do these things and nothing is, a. I don't see things as a failure. Maybe I might have done before, but I just think, well, I've got nothing to really lose, but learn. And something new would happen. It, it's like when they say, you can't create anything new doing the same stuff. And if I'm always going to pick the same thing because I'm like, I know what I like and I know what I dislike. So if I want to have an adventure and create possible different possibility, I want to say yes to some of the things I would automatically say no to. So what are your thoughts on that kind of uh, thinking? Like you hit the nail on the head with like the word respond because so often in life we react, we react to the triggers, we react to the situations around us. And it's about choosing our response. And that whole thing of like, everything is happening for you. Everything is happening for you to become and express the highest version of yourself, to live into your highest self. And yeah, that when we think that everything is happening for us, we have an opportunity then to look for the lesson, the blessing and the silver lining. Because it's there, it's always there. It's whether we choose to see it and find it or not. Yeah. Um, and then what you said about sort of taking action and going with the flow. Flow, I've seen before in a diagram, is the intersection of discipline, so the action side, and surrender. So trusting that everything is happening for us. And so it's that blend, it's that balance of being and doing. And there is that misconception about, you know, the law of attraction that if I just write something out a million times or if I hum it a million times or say it to myself, it's just going to come to me. It's about us aligning. So we've still got to take action. We've still got to move in the direction of where we want to go. But like you say, softening the edges and choosing to respond rather than react allows us 
to attract the right people and opportunities and join the dots. Because sometimes the universe is leaving us breadcrumbs and we can be waiting for a loaf, but actually we need to just follow the trail of breadcrumbs. And so as long as you're moving in the right direction and you're joining those dots, like you're seeing the link between the breadcrumbs, then that's when, I guess that's when the magic happens. That's when things flow, when the right people just suddenly show up from out of nowhere. An email drops in and you're like, oh my gosh, that's the thing that I've been waiting for. And yeah, but we've got to be open to it. We've got to keep our minds and our hearts as well as our eyes open. Yeah, beautifully put. Thank you, Emma. And a couple of questions just to, before we finish. Uh, she shared some really nice, wonderful insights, the way we work as human beings and our programming. But a little bit about you, uh, just to lighten it a little. Um, so you've talked about briefly how you came to this work, but um, doing all this work and all the things you've been through in your life, what would you say are your superpowers and why? See, that's, wow. Because I, I feel like I'm still on this journey of like self-discovery and I'm like, have I hit my gift? Is that my gift or is it something else? Or, um, And I would say one of my superpowers is intuition. Being able to feel, sense, see things that are, are just not obvious um and just have that feeling and it's because I've I've done so much work I've received RTT and for me it's opened up that self-trust allowing me to listen to my inner wisdom my inner guidance um because yeah we can be gaslit by people we can be gaslit by the media by society into not trusting our intuition into not listening to the inner wisdom and that voice is always there but sometimes if we choose not to listen to it it just gets quieter it's like oh nobody's listening to me so once we start paying it more attention we can we can hear that line becomes clearer the reception becomes better um and then that can help us like join the dots and follow the breadcrumbs. And so for what has really helped me is I I was the kind of person that I didn't like being photographed, wouldn't go on video, didn't do Facebook lives. Pre-pandemic, I wouldn't even do video calls with my own family. Like that's how much I was just like really uncomfortable about being on camera. And in the last 18 months, I've started doing Facebook Lives quite regularly, <laughs> doing these kind of interviews. Um, I started doing spoken word poetry and I've even done open mics on Instagram and with spoken word. And I had never written a poem since probably GCSE English <laughs> a long time ago. And so just to have fun, and do things that I would never have predicted in a million years that I would be doing, 
that is the joy of life. That is like, okay, let me, you know, I've met this person and they've introduced me to that person. Okay, I've somehow ended up in this poetry workshop and then they're doing an open mic and things just snowball and it's having fun along the way. You know, that sometimes we can plan and have a, you know, plan of action and other times it's just being open to just the joy, the mystery, the fun, bringing the fun back. Most definitely. And I, I I know you're having fun from the things we've spoken about. And you really are a really joyful character. And I'm just so glad our, we aligned and spoke um, and connected back in February last year. And I remember you telling me, I said, oh, what's your Facebook? Well, I'll, hook, I'll find you. Oh, I'm not on Facebook, I think. I'm pretty sure. I don't know how you came up on my feed somewhat over... 12 months later and I didn't even recognize you and um we just connected and you recognize me clearly <laughs> but uh yeah because you cut your hair off and yeah. you look remarkably different and um re you were be a beautiful energy when I met you but you have definitely got a different dynamic of energy now and I can I can wholeheartedly say you feel like a, a different person than the person I met last year. Um, so, well, thank you, uh, Emma, for joining us this evening. If anybody is interested in connecting with you, how can they find you? And I know you've got something going on next week as well. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I'm running a four day challenge in my Facebook group, which is Reset and Rediscover. So you'll see there and um yeah it's all about facing fears leaping out of your comfort zone um gaining focus and direction and taking fearless action um and i run those a couple of times a year so people can just drop into my facebook group at any time and yeah reset and rediscover and the reason I, I've, I've called it that is because i like the words and it's a bit of alliteration I like that too um <laughs> and also like yourself we have like one of the most common surnames in the whole world so i was like there's about like 65 billion hemma patels on facebook so let me do something a bit different <laughs> yeah no i wholeheartedly like i am actually a patel just by marriage but uh, yeah <laughs> and i forgot when we got married i was meant to go into the one i think you meant to go into that room and you signed the paper I think at that point I was meant to say, oh, by the way, I don't want that surname. I want my old name. And I didn't realise the naivety of a young person getting married. <laughs> and then now I have it for life. <laughs> I don't mind. I've had a lot of, um, we've had a lot of these conversations with the, my husband and the family. I'm like, yeah, I actually love being Patel now. Um, it's, it's, um, it's more anonymous. Than my old surname because then people can dissect right right back to where I'm from and so I love a bit of anonymity <laughs> That's and, how and, it, and it so served me well like when I kind of was you know dead shy and like playing small wanted to be hidden nobody could find me so it was like it served me well yeah and again and that comes down to perspective again doesn't it it's like what 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 perspective do you want to take from it? I, you know, I could, I fought being Patel for quite some time, a lot. I mean, you could just ask any member of this Patel family, like how many jokes I would crack about my surname. Um, 
And then I just decided it was time to stop being resistant and actually embrace every single facet of the beauty and strength of being part of uh, a united, amazing community. And so I, and it all went away. I mean, that, that, that stupid thing that I ego or some, you know, all of those things, bravado and ego around a surname, I didn't need to have that. And that some of that is your wisdom, your age, and just choosing where you place your energy. Thank you again, Hema, for just having this really nice, joyful, relaxing chat. It's just really lovely to connect with you and just chat with you as a friend. And um, and then also sharing your brilliant superpowers. I, I really love, you talked about intuition, so I really would love others that are listening to start thinking about what their superpowers are and if intuition is something that they can tap into, just quietening themselves because we all have it and I feel I've had it from a very, very young age and I've responded on it and I've never been able sometimes been able to explain it but um you articulated it exceptionally well so thank you for that and thank you for your parting thought too and um I honor you for coming and joining us and speaking out and um helping people that are listening tonight so thanks Emma I appreciate you inviting me and it's been a wonderful conversation Thank you for listening today. I hope you found it inspiring and of value. Please leave a review too. If you're able to, this would be really appreciated. It helps others find the podcast. You can leave a review on Apple Podcast and you can also subscribe there too, among other podcast platforms also. Please also share with your friends and family and help the spread the word of this podcast. And if you would like help with prioritizing yourself, your health and changing your narrative for your life, please get in touch. I am here to help and make a big difference by empowering and coaching and giving women strategies to change their life and their health. And you can get in touch with me via versha Take care until next time. Thank you.